Change Agents. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with me, your host, Tracy B. Allen, impact strategist and owner of TVA Consulting. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering nonprofit leaders, social entrepreneurs, and small business owners with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to build and grow a profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructure so that they can create impact in their communities. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome. Um, My name is Tracy B. Allen. I am the owner of TVA Consulting, where we help our clients to develop the systems and processes needed to build and grow profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructures so that they can achieve their mission and realize their vision, but most of all, so that they can create impact within their communities. So today we're talking about National Volunteer Week. And this is National Volunteer Week from April 19th to the 25th is National Volunteer Week. So I know it's hard to think of how am I going to create impact for the people that have been volunteering to help me build my organization all year because the plans that we had initially are now through the door because we're practicing social distancing. Well, you still need to show these people appreciation because they took of their time to help you to build your mission. And because they took time out of their busy schedules to help you build your mission, you now need to return the favor and help them or show them appreciation for everything that they have done for your organization. And you can still do that, even though we are practicing social distancing. Because technology, is here to save the day, basically, right? There is no excuse for you not to show your volunteers as much appreciation as you would have if it was in person. And actually, social distancing is a great, great saver of money when it comes to actually putting a volunteer appreciation um, program together this week. And it is not too late to actually do it. So if you forgot about it and I'm now reminding you, you're like, oh my God, well, it's too late. No, it's not. You can put something together in less than 24 hours and show your volunteers that you truly appreciate everything that they have done for you. So we're going to talk about a few things that you can do to show your volunteers that you love and appreciate what they do for you. So the first benefit of having it online is that it is cheap. You don't have to worry about getting a DJ. You don't have to worry about food. You don't have to worry about decorations. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff because you are doing this virtually. It's not in person. Sometimes you're probably even renting a hall. So you're talking, it could be anything from a a few hundred dollars to a few thousand dollars to show your volunteers appreciation. But because we're practicing social distancing and we're doing this virtually, you're saving all of that money. So this is actually putting or keeping money in the um, organization's bank account because we're choosing to do it this way, but we still have to show appreciation. So the benefits of having it online is that you end up saving a ton of money because you don't have to have all of those added 
expenses, like I said, food, decorations, and all of that. Maybe you were having a keynote speaker. Hopefully you didn't have to pay for them. Even if you did, it doesn't matter. You can now bring that keynote speaker online to actually do their keynote virtually. Okay. Another benefit of having it online is that a lot of times when you're having it in person, um, people have conflicting schedules and they're not able to bring their significant others or their family members along to the celebration with them. When you're doing it this way, most people are at home. You'll be able to see and thank the family members who are supporting your volunteers and enabling them to support your organization. So that is another great benefit of having it online. The second thing is choosing the right technology. So a lot of times you have volunteers who are older and they're not familiar with the tech that you're going to be using. So you wanna make sure that you choose something that is as user-friendly as possible, because that is one of the situations that we're, get, we're um, constantly having an issue with with our volunteers for some of the organizations that I um, I chair or co-chair on is that we have an older population of volunteers and they're just not comfortable or familiar with technology. So the one that we use is Zoom and Zoom is by far pretty easy to use. So most people, even if they're technologically challenged, they'll be able to jump on Zoom and partake in the volunteer appreciation activities. All right. The third thing is uh, creating a program that you can share. So just like if you were having an in-person volunteer appreciation program, um, not because you're having it online doesn't mean that you don't do a lot of the same things. So creating a program so people know what they're coming to and what to expect. And what it does is the last thing that I'm going to talk about is time management. It helps you to manage your time. So create the program and email it to all of the people that you're inviting to the volunteer appreciation um, virtual celebration so that they know Okay, I'm going to be there for approximately an hour or half an hour or two hours because you have a set program. So make sure you create a program and keep in mind that you are doing it virtually. So there are certain elements that are going to be a little advantageous to partake in um, if versus doing it in person. So the fourth thing is um, how to set up. So like I talked about, sometimes you have people who are technologically um they're not as technologically advanced. So you want to make sure that you have like a cheat sheet. Send these people a cheat sheet on how to set up, if you say you're going to use Zoom, how to set up their Zoom. Um, you can do a video, which they can look at, or um, and then you can tell them about lighting, how to get the best light so they don't look dark and no one can't see them when they're um, on camera. And that's another thing that you want to um, let them know too, is that this is a, you wanna make this as personal as possible. So you don't want anyone to have blank screens. If they're showing up, they need to be on camera. So make sure that they get themselves ready, put their faces on, whatever they need to do, their wigs on, whatever it is that they need to do to be camera ready, making sure that they do those activities prior to coming to the volunteer appreciation. Because think about it, if it was in person, they would have to get ready to come. Everyone would see their faces. So it's the same thing as on camera. There's no need to be shy, but these are tips that you need to make sure that you put into your how to set up tips that you're going to send out to people prior to the actual event. 
Okay, using what's available on the platform. So sometimes when you're doing virtual events, it can get a little crazy, right? When I say it can get a little crazy, what happens is that everyone wants to talk at the same time. So you have two or three or four or five people trying to say something all at the same time. And that becomes very cumbersome and people can get very frustrated and then they just want to log off, right? So you can't have so many people talking at the same time. And a lot of these um, virtual platforms have tools that you can use, that you can enable to manage your audience, whether it's muting everybody and not allowing them to unmute themselves. Um, If someone wants to say something, there's a button where they can raise their hands instead of just opening their mouths and starting to talk and cutting people off. So there's a plethora of tools. And if you say something and they like it, they can click an emoji to agree with it. So there are a plethora of tools that can be used on these platforms to manage engagement and not make it seem extremely chaotic. And I know that is one of the things that a lot of people are concerned about when they are when they're talking about um, doing something virtually is how do I manage this group? So if I have 50 people that I'm inviting, how am I going to manage all 50 people? Well, you do that by setting some ground rules, sending out that cheat sheet and using the management tools um, provided to you by that particular platform. Okay, figuring out what activities you want to engage in while you're on there, because you don't just want to talk at people. You want to make sure that it's engaging, that people can um, have fun in some type of way. You can have a DJ, just like if you were going to have a DJ initially, and you can have a dance party, you can have a dance contest, you can have whatever it is, people talking about their, um, their impact stories you you know you make sure you put all of this though on your program so people know what's going to be happening who's going to be talking when people are going to be talking so if you take the time to structure it well you will not have a problem but making sure that you have some engaging activities will help to liven it up and keep people interested you get interested you can even have giveaways you know that you can mail or have sent directly to people's homes but having engaging activities will make your experience so much better. So do not um, forget about that. Um, If you have a keynote speaker, your keynote speaker can pop online and give their keynote address, just like if they were going to do it in person. Everything can be done exactly the same. The only difference is that you're not physically in front of each other. People are going to have to adjust to our new normal. So don't shy away from it thinking, oh, well, I'll just put it off. Oh, I'll just put it off. We're talking about putting things off till next year. You can't put off an appreciation of what people have done to you for another year because you don't feel comfortable using technology. Let's get with the technology and still appreciate people who take up their time and come out and volunteer. And let's not forget, volunteer means free. So they're doing this free of charge to help you achieve your mission, help you create impact in the community. They deserve a volunteer appreciation celebration, even if it's virtual. Okay. And the last thing is managing your time making sure that you are not there for 
hours on end, just dragging it through. People are falling asleep. People are frustrated. They're like, okay, I have other things to do. I want to get on with my life. So making sure you put that program together, making sure that you have all of the um, activities and addresses outlined so people know what is going on, when, when it's happening, and stick to the time. Make sure if you said someone has five minutes to... Um, give an address that they only take five minutes or less is even better, but no more than the five minutes. You really want to manage your time. Like I got on here today and I'm managing my time because I keep looking at the ticker because I know that I don't want to be here more than 15 minutes. I don't want this to be long and arduous. So I keep looking at the time to make sure that I'm not going over the amount of time I allotted for myself. If I'm a few minutes below the time, that's great. But please make sure that you show your volunteers some love this week. Put a volunteer appreciation program together. Reach out to your volunteers via email. Send them a doodle, a doodle and find out what is the best time. Well, Everybody's not going to stay the same time, but what is the best common time that you can have this appreciation so that they can feel appreciated and loved and that the time that they're spending with your organization is recognized and valued by the people who they're helping to achieve their mission. So to all the people, including myself, who are volunteers and give 20 or more hours sometimes, or even less, even if you're only giving an hour, it doesn't matter how much time you're giving. The fact is you're giving of your time. Happy, happy, happy National Volunteer Week. Pat yourselves on the back for a job well done because without your um, time and dedication, it will be hard for a lot of nonprofit organizations to achieve their missions. So job well done. And if no one else tells you happy volunteer uh, national volunteer week, I am telling you happy national volunteer week. And I appreciate everything that you do for the organizations that you volunteer for and the impact that that volunteering is making in the communities that you serve. All right, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day. And if you're a nonprofit organization and you want to get in contact with me, my information is scrolling at the bottom of the screen, or you can go to tvacon.com, tvacon.com, and you can always call me at 860-890-6615. Again, that's 860-890-6615. Have a wonderful day. Okay, change agents, thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that needs the products and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to get it right. Have a great day.